relationships sometimes maybe now they are probably moving a little bit more faster but when I think about it back in the day like within before us people would get married and get settled at a young age so that means they were dating in their teens really now it's like these young people um when it comes to relationship maybe yeah they're saying boyfriend girlfriend whatever me I didn't have boyfriends until I was quite I was a bit older but um I just think young people are going to do what they're going to do at the end of the day but I think obviously like what you said is it depends on the parents and what they're trying to implement and some parents are not cracking down on it and if you don't crack down on it your kids might do stuff and they'll go out and do stupidness episode of coming to your podcast a podcast with real life girls speaking on real life issues for real life people with your girl melissa and your girl vivian episode 63 (laughs) um happy new year this episode is gonna drop a few days before new year's right yes on the 26th but in advance you could listen to it on new year's eve and yes, when you're getting ready to turn up three. Yeah, if you're going out to turn up this year, you could listen to it. Or if you're just getting in, you could listen to it. Or if you're having a chilled one indoors, you could listen to it. It's really for any occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do whatever feels good for you. And whenever you need to listen to podcasts, we all listen to podcasts at different times, don't we? So, hey, who? Whenever you want to have a little chill sesh, go for it. Chill with us. Yes. Speaking of New Year's, actually, I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like back in the day, there was so much pressure to do something on New Year's. Like, there was always pressure to find a motive. I think that's when you're, like, younger, I think. Yeah, that's what I mean, back in the day. So, because, like, um, I remember when I turned 18, I was like, what? Like, I'm 18 now. I have to go out on New Year's Eve. And the way <laughs> cause I turned 18 at the start of the year, I'm one of the older ones. So yeah. I was still, I was 18 before people turned 18. Quite a lot of people turned 18. Yeah. But I was like, I'm still going. I'm still going. And I remember, like, my first New Year's, we weren't all dressed up, actually. We were proper dressed up, like, nice, like um like what is it like nightgowns and stuff and was you going out yes we went to one club in central london nightgowns oh do you mean like ball gowns yeah like nightgowns oh. yeah not night dresses <laughs> yeah i thought you were talking about nighty <laughs> no, like um Wait, you look good and it was like um it wasn't that much of a good night, to be fair. I can't lie. It was deady, deady. And that literally, yes. for me, that like ruined my New Year's Eve. And I remember we left early. And we ended up ended up in a studio in East London. Anyone who knows East London and who's been studio in East London, Stratford specifically, there is a church in the middle of Stratford, um, just opposite the centre. And there's a church there. And if you go inside to that church, there's a studio kind of underground. And we ended up in there from like maybe 1, 2 p.m. No, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And we was in there up until like 1 p.m. the next day. With these people that were recording their songs. I don't know how we, I don't know how we ended up there. We ended up there. Like, but we all, there was four of us who went out together. 
one person went off their own way, another person went off their own way, and me and this other girl decided to go to that studio. And one of the girls I was with at that time, she ended up actually falling in love with one of the guys we met, and they were together for years. Wow. <laughs> From that New Year's Eve that they met. But um, so that was my first ever New Year's. But to be fair, from that moment, it was like New Year's Eve is not really anything I was I look forward to anymore. Not because maybe maybe because of that specific event that because before I was 18, I used to look forward to going out on New Year's Eve because people used to gas it up so much. Like, oh my God, New Year's Eve, what are you doing on night? So people used to gas it up. But my first ever one, it wasn't that great. Obviously, it ended up being a good one when we went to the studio because it was chill vibes and we had drinks and everything, which was nice. But every year after that, it's been shit. Like, it's not shit. It hasn't been that good. Remember that year? We spent the whole night traveling the year after. It was the year after. We we, <laughs> we end up, we spent the whole night traveling. My phone died, guys. We were trying to get to this party with, with this one guy. I've always, like thought he's just like one of the most beautiful people I have ever seen and he had invited me to this party on New Year's Eve so me and Melissa and a couple of my friends were going we met in London and we're trying to get there and my phone died and this was back in 2013 and I remember because my phone died everybody back then still had Blackberry and I had an iPhone people nobody had charger (laughs) nobody had charger to charge my iPhone Guys, I was so upset. Melissa and the other girls ended up going on off to their own motive because they went there. And then I ended up going with the other girls that I, were, I was with. We, end up, we always end up splitting up. That's what, That was ends up happening on my New Year's Eve for some reason. Then we ended up going in East London again. We went to this party in um these, I don't know what it was, Dagenham, whatever. And it was a Portuguese party. Everybody there was Portuguese. And... I was so pissed off yet that I didn't get to go see this guy that I wanted to see. (laughs) I spent the whole night sitting in the corner by myself, so upset. And everybody kept on coming to me and was like, are you okay? And guys, when I'm in that mood, nobody can talk to me. You can't chat to me. Like, no one can chat to me. Like, you could. the party was lit, but I was not having it because my head was just like, I wanted to go to this other place and I can't go there. And everywhere that I went, Nobody had iPhone charger. No, a single per, not a single soul had iPhone charger. Everyone still had BlackBerry, and I was just so pissed off. So they were my first two ever New Year's Eve things, and ever since then, I just think like I like I've never really looked forward to it, just mm. because they've always just been like not that great. Even since well, I've been over eighteen for like nine years now. No, how old am I? Twenty seven. Yeah, nine years. But mm. um, and I don't think I've ever really had like a I can say a New Year's Eve that's ever popped, ever. Mm. Pop, 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 pop. Like, my mum has New Year's Eve parties all the time. They're calm because my family comes, but for me, that's why I don't look forward to them too tough. I've had bad experiences, but I don't know yeah. about you, Melissa. <laughs> no, I've not had really bad experiences, but I have had enough spirit experiences to make me realise I need to stay my house at home on New Year's Eve. It's not all of that. Like, I've had... So there was that one... And I, I can't remember all of them, but the one that stood out the most was definitely that one. Which one? The one of you. Um, <laughs> We're spending that on the was, bus. <laughs> yeah, we spent New Year's Eve on the bus. Um, I mean, New, um, New Year's, like midnight on the bus. Um, <laughs> there was another one where I was out. Like we wasn't... Oh yeah, me and Danielle went out for New Year's. 20, I think that might have been 2017. That was a good night. We went Clapham. That was a, actually a good night. Um, 
And then there was another night where me and Danielle went Shoreditch, but we went to my cousin's house for pre-drinks first, like my cousins and my auntie. That was all right. But even that, like we was in there for like 20 minutes and then we left. So I've not had terrible New Year's because before like I was going out and stuff, even when I started getting to the age where I was going out, like I would still, like the, for example, that year after we went out, I went to my mom, I went to church with my mum. So like some years I'll just be like, oh, I'm not doing anything or I'll go to church with my mum for a bit and then if something's popping after, I'll go. But now, like, I think last year I stayed at home because um, I went away for Christmas last year, so I was just chilling at home. Um, can't remember what I did the year before. Probably stayed at home. But, like, <laughs> now I'm just like, it's not that I don't look forward to it. It's just that I'll, I would rather chill. Like, I don't want to be out in the club. Not only because I just feel like it's such a waste of fucking money. It's expensive. It's expensive. Like, going out. If you have to go somewhere where you have to buy tickets, that's one thing. The cabs and stuff, like, most people, especially London, like, London's hot for, like, driving on New Year's. You don't want to be drink driving on New Year's. I mean, you don't want to be drink driving anyway, but definitely not on New Year's. Definitely not on New Year's. Um... So, yeah, for me, like, now, I'd rather just chill at home, chill with my friends, chill with my cousins, chill with my family, just be indoors, basically. Mm. Like, I don't really enjoy the whole getting up, spending 30, 40 pounds on... Like, I think one night I went out and I spent, like, 40 pounds on a ticket or something. Like, it's just ridiculous. And then cab, um, just... It's just too much. An outfit, like, it's just dead. It's just dead. So not saying that people can't go out and enjoy it because obviously loads of people go out on New Year's, but I think for me now, before there was so much pressure on finding somewhere to go, finding an outfit, da 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 Whereas now I just feel like it's so much easier to just stay at home and just chill. Like, if you've got something going on at home, cool. If you've got something going on at your friends, cool. Even, like, a little house party I would prefer. Mm. really I don't even want to be going out but even a house party I would prefer because just the whole going out and even going to a house party and just bringing a bottle like that's fine um but again you have to pay for cab so don't know about all of that but yeah I think (laughs) it's just hard really because I think some people so much people just have I honestly think there's this pressure on people to be like I have to be out on new year's I have to see the new year's out I have to see the news with people but it's just how much pressure you put on yourself because honestly, as I'm as the years are going, especially in this whole pandemic, I just want to stay at home. I don't want to be out partying on New Year's. Yeah. Like I, that whole expensive stuff, that first ever New Year's Eve party I went to, I think we paid seventy pounds for tickets. Bloody hell. To for that club in central London. And they said it was open bar, right? For the whole mm. night. And we got there and they were saying it's not open bar until 12, until the actual new year. So we get there before. So we're there for New Year's, right? Yeah, when the clock goes and then they say, no, the open bar is not until until after <laughs> the clocks turn 12. And drinks were expensive up in that club. And I What was time just, did you get there? We got there like 10. Oh. So we got there like 10. Cause we was like, okay, let's get our hype on, let's get drunk a little before, like you know, New Year's Day, New Year's Day comes, and they're just like, no, you have to buy your drinks. I was like, so you're telling me I paid seventy pound for what? 
paid what? I paid seventy pounds to get in the club to wait until uh, New Year's until because people want to get drunk before that. But like, I think, I think, I think it's an age thing. When you get to a certain age, you're just like, you know what? I don't mind staying in. Me, I actually mm. quite like it. Last year, I stayed in with my daughter, and then mm. we watched the fireworks on the telly. <laughs> but like the year before that, I think Talisha had um a little New Year's thing, and that was good. It was mm. the girls chilling, and that was nice. And then we ended up going to like a house party after that, um, yeah. like a little nice family. And that was calm as well. So. I think it just varies, but I do prefer like quieter things, more personal things now, whether it's like a games night, whether it's just chilling in with your drinks and playing drinking games. Um, Just like, I don't know, something that's chill. I don't want something that's too loud. Like, it's just too much for my head, like, if that makes sense. I mean, because I'm getting, I don't know if I'm getting old because I'm not, I don't think I'm old anymore. I still feel very young. But um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's just, it's too much. And if y'all go out now as well, if I'm going out, I don't want to be out partying with 18-year-olds. I want to be partying with people my age. So that means now I have to go to an over-25 club. <laughs> I've never even been to an over-25 club. Like, literally, I have not been out. Guys, 2019, October. That was the last time I went to a club, I think. So, and now it's 2021. To be fair, we have been in a pandemic people are going clubbing out here so i think it just depends on the individual because i could have gone clubbing over the last year because a lot of people yeah. have been going clubbing it's not a problem but like for me considering the person guys the one person i was i loved a one party and i loved a one club but two years without going to a club whew, that's good for me boy that's actually when i think about it actually that's actually mad i haven't been to a club in two years and to be fair i don't miss it <laughs> I don't actually. I do. Like, it's dead now. I don't miss it, but like sometimes you have literally saying, "Viv, I'm having so much fun." <laughs> you should link up. And I'm yeah, like, like yeah. I, I think I don't know. I find I find clubbing dead now. To be honest, mm. like it's cool every now and then. Like when I do go out, when did I last go out? Actually, me and Danielle went out a couple of weeks ago, and it was lit to a club. You yeah, we went to like a white club. And um, me and Danielle had the best night ever. Why so I think it just, you know, I think it just depends on where you go and what type of mood you're in. Because since that night we went out, we hadn't gone out again. None of us, well, I hadn't been out for like a good two, three months. So because we hadn't gone out in ages, it just felt like good to go out, get a bit lit, a bit turned, and enjoy. But how the how people do the every weekend thing, I don't know. Like I used to do it. But now, like, I just couldn't. I just want to stay in. I just want to stay in bed. Like, even if I'm not in bed, I just want to do my little shopping during the day and come home and relax. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's it, Don't get me wrong. It is fun going out. And it is fun to, like, for me, it's more not just going out, but just being with your friends, having fun, getting a bit turned. Because I personally find that when I stay in and drink too much, I just want to go sleep. Hmm. Whereas if I'm out and I'm drinking, I wouldn't. I want to get lit because obviously the music's pumping and that. Hmm. But um, yeah, I think it's definitely to do with age. But then again, it's, it might not be because other people like they still enjoy the whole every weekend thing, which is fine. But I guess people also go through phases, maybe, where they want to go out and then they go through. They might go through phases where they they don't want to go out at all. Yeah, I guess that's true when we was in uni and we was we was doing all this stuff when we were like 18 19 20 21 
I feel like she's just catching up now. <laughs> That's what she's yeah. doing. Because I started going raving and going to clubs when I was 13. So, but I was going under 18s. <laughs> I was in my yard at fucking 30. I was going under 18s. So... And I think that's the best thing anybody could invent, you know, under 18 clubs. That made me stop even thinking about going to over 18s because I actually never went to over 18 until I was eight. Well, maybe once or twice I went before I was 18. Maybe that was like 16, 17. But that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're but supposed I, to be over 18. Yeah, but the thing is, I was never tempted to try get fake ID or nothing. The club that I did go to when I was under 18 is because I knew the guy and they just let mm. me through. So it wasn't like I had to get fake ID on any of that stuff. Like I know people who got fake ID who were trying, who were going over 18s all the time. Me, I never, yeah. I was happy going to my under 18s. Like, and that was chill for me. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun for me. So I think under 18s is a really good idea to just kind of maybe defer young people from trying to go to places where they're too young. Yeah. Um, and things could happen and then you get hearing that this person caught a case because there was mm. a girl in an over 18 club when she was actually really 15 mm. um so i don't know i think it's i think over under 18s i don't know if they still under, do under 18 club now now i don't know if they do but if they don't they shoot okay. because i think it's fun well i thought it was fun anyway you, under 18s is to stay at home it's fun don't be promoting that go to fun at the park cinema whatever young people do Young people do. I personally think like, and I'm talking from experience. I don't think young people need to be out in clubs. That's something adults do. It's adult. It's an adult thing. Drinking, clubbing, listening to music. That's something adults do. Clubbing what? is not for kids. No, we went drinking in the clubs. It was just the party started at seven p.m. and finished at eleven p.m. No, I'm saying the whole clubbing scene. Oh, that's okay. not for kids. Oh, I thought you meant like the under eighteen clubbing. I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I just mean like um, the clubbing environment, like that type of scene, I personally think is not for kids, regardless of what time it starts and what time it starts. What I was saying is I was saying if I hope they still do under 18 clubs because it was good. I wasn't saying that kids should go on um, over 18s. That's not No, I'm not saying that. I'm okay. saying that that vibe, like whether it's for just for people under 18, that type of environment, I don't think that should be happening. That's what I mean. Not uh, not them going to over 18 places. I just think let kids do kids things. And then when you get to a certain age, let them do the adult things. I don't think kids need to be doing ah, me clubbing, I, whether I, it's till 11 o'clock or fucking 12 p.m. I, I disagree. I do know what I, the reason why I say that, because for me, it did, like I said, it deferred me from wanting to want to go to clubbing over 18s and be partying with people that are not my age. When I was there... It was fun because these people were also 13 to the age of 17. These were still people in school. And a lot of them, it was like the regular goers. It was like basically like, for example, if you decide to go to a night skating that starts because we used to go skating as well at night, which was 11 to 7 to 11 p.m. It was a skating night for kids, a skating party for kids. That's no mm. different between with us under 18s in an under 18 club that was managed where we could only get juice. We was dancing, we were having party. It was just like how it was is like when people, when I was 13 or people were turning 15, 16, when people were having parties in a hall or people were having parties in, a, in their houses, it was no different 
to that, us lot being in an under 18 club, to them, to those people throwing parties for their birthdays. There was no difference because all those people them were all under 18 and most of the people we knew them we all you chill for each other and I think they used to do Stratford Rex and they yeah. used to do Bigger Fish in London but the ones I used to go to where, where I used to live there wasn't like I tried to go to Bigger Fish one time Bigger Fish was massive <laughs> it was fun oh yeah like these things were used to pop for us because for me like I wasn't even I never even thought once to get fake ID because I was staying in my own lane as an under 18 doing things with people my age but I know certain people who were actually going to over 18s and for me that's the issue me I was staying in my lane my mum would drop me there my stepdad would pick me up they would drop yeah. me, pick me up. And that's what it was for me. I would never go there by myself. They were always just be like, where are you going? I'll drop you at the club and I'll pick you up at the club. And that's what it used to be. So for me, it wasn't anything that was like, when nothing ever happened that was like crazy. I never saw fights. None of that stuff ever happened. It was literally just very chill vibes. It was kids, young kids having fun listening to skanking music, migraine skank, listening to a bit of Bashman, a bit of Daddy uh, Daddy Yankee, a bit all this music that was popping in the early 2000s and we were just enjoying ourselves. I remember when I had my 16th birthday parties, it felt like we were at an under 18 rave basically. So yeah. for me, I see I can see where you're coming from that is a club is an adult thing. But I see no difference when when we're throwing parties as 14, 15 year olds. That's what we were doing in the party, what we're doing in the club. The only difference is it's called a club and it's for under 18s. Yeah, I remember hearing about Bigger Fish. I never went, but I remember hearing about it. But I think um, I think it just depends on, I guess, where you're from. Because I was hearing bare fuckery going on at these places. Oh, no. Like, yeah. Where we live and where I'm from, like, bare fuckery was happening. That's why I feel like clubbing like the whole premise of clubbing i personally feel like should just be left to adults having a, a party where adults are being like adults are supervising is a lot different to having a party in a club where kids are coming because don't get twisted a lot of these kids are drinking before they come in like you might not <laughs> but kids were like i remember hearing stories about like when i was in like year, year nine year eight of people going out on a weekend getting plastered so that's already happening and then put them in a club where people feel because obviously if you if you're a young age especially nowadays I can imagine like if they if they are happening and they're like 14 15 and you feel like yeah I'm going to a club like it's gonna make you feel older than you are like you're gonna feel like I'm a big person going clubbing not saying you are but a lot of kids are feeling like that and that's why I'm saying like a lot of shit was happening back in the day around like where I'm from in terms of going to clubbing when you're young. That's why I just feel like, just let kids be kids. Let kids do kids things and let adults do adult things. And clubbing is an adult thing to do. I don't think kids should be doing that. Because I'm not letting my kids go to no club. I went in no club. And I certainly wouldn't let my kids go to no club. What are you doing in a club? If there's a party where your friend is having and your parents are going to be there in the room, whatever, supervising, that's different. Or a sleepover or whatever, that's different, I feel like. But where is a club, like, hmm. do, do, yeah, I'm not I, letting my kids do none of that. When you say, like, the drinking thing, obviously, before, I would probably have, like, a smirn of ice or something. Like, and my mum knew, knew that. And yeah. um, But, like, when we got there, one, there was security. Like, they used to have, like, four or five security guards up in that club. 
So it's just like adults monitoring. No one would be allowed in if they had been drinking. If there was any signs of you drinking, you're not allowed in it. And if they you, they see you walking mad, moving mad, you wasn't allowed in. So for mm. me, like what you said, it's different when you have a party and there's adults monitoring than when you're in a club. Those security guards used to do their job and they used to chuck people out if anything happened. But I can understand what you're saying, where you used to live, you heard things, but it's different hearing things than actually being there. Whereas for me, because I was, well, obviously it's different to where I live because <laughs> most of it was just like white people and it was like probably like one, two, few black people, but we mm. never had no issues. It was fun. And it made me look forward to going clubbing. <laughs> like it deterred me from wanting to go over 18s, but it made me look forward to say, okay, when I'm actually 18, is this is the fun I'm gonna be having. And actually now I'm gonna actually be able to to drink, I'm gonna be able to to do much more things. And before I turned 18, I was driving as well. So I, I passed when I was 17. So I was able, when I was 18, I was able to take myself there, I was able to drive there, I was able to have my own mm. freedom. So when I did turn 18, for me, like my whole world was like, yes, I can yeah. drive. I can take my self place. I had a job yeah. and I had no bills to pay for. Like my petrol was paid for. My insurance was paid for. Everything with my car was bought for me. So for me, it was like I was going to work and all the money I was getting was just literally for me to go clubbing. <laughs> I can't lie. When I, when I was... <laughs> it was... It was like a clubbing. It was. It was, it was literally for clothes. And to go clubbing. That's I remember when I was 18, that's all I used to do. I used yeah. to buy clothes and I used to go clubbing. And I used to I went on holiday. So that's the few things I used to do when I was 18. And I was enjoying my life because I had no, 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 no priorities. So now when I see a lot of people doing the stuff, I'm just like, I was doing that when I was like 18. Because i I was able to do those things straight away from the get-go. Yeah. Not many people were able to do these things. That and I had fun <laughs> from the, like when I was drunk. I had so much fun. So I can understand kids not going to adult places, but me, I don't mind if it's just a kid's place and it's okay. My child can go under eighteen if she wants to. Me, I have no issue because for me it was okay. I never had no bad experiences. I felt safe when I was there. Um, none of my friends ever went through shit when we was there. We always felt like we were calm. But I can understand, obviously, some things did happen to people. For example, bigger fish. I always used to hear about bigger fish. So in the mad things you would see here mm. happening at bigger fish, because that's when, like, Facebook was starting to pop off. Back then, yeah. when we were, like, yeah, 14, bigger fish was starting to pop off. Um, and then it, we jumped onto Twitter. So you started hearing these things through social media. So... Mm. But if it wasn't for all of those things, you'll never have me. Yeah, I'll never have known. But I, I used to have fun at Reds in Chelmsford. <laughs> I think this is. I think that's the thing as well. Like especially nowadays, I feel like kids are just not being kids. Like they're growing up too quickly and doing things that I feel like kids should really shouldn't be doing. Um, and even some of the way like I see kids, like I'm looking at and I'm thinking, how old are you? Some of them look like big people, and I'm thinking, raw like. I don't know what's going on, but when I was in school, we actually looked like kids and we did kid things. Obviously, there were some people that were doing things, like mad things like taking drugs and drinking and all of that stuff. But majority of us were just being kids, like messing about, playing about. Whereas I feel like nowadays, especially with social media, I guess, everybody's kind of got something to prove and 
everybody feels like they have to do this and they have to do that. And when I hear things about people like, oh yeah, she was only 15 or she was only 16 or he's only 16, I'm thinking, I'm not even surprised nowadays because I honestly feel like kids are just growing up too quickly or they're doing things that they just really shouldn't be doing. And I guess it's hard for parents now because of social media and just, yeah, I guess it's just social media and the way things are going. But I personally, I, I, like with me, I didn't do not well. I did a couple things, but generally like I had a childhood and I feel like a lot of kids these days are just not having like a proper childhood or not even a proper childhood, but they're just not actually experiencing being a child. They're looking too forward to turning 18 and doing that and doing this. And I actually think that's what's causing a lot of issues because people are not taking the time to actually grow up. They're just rushing things. What is a proper childhood? Doing kid things, going to the park, playing. A lot of them ain't doing stuff like that. The first thing you want to do is run to Instagram and post this and post whatever. Boyfriend, girlfriend, all of this bullshit. Like, I don't, I don't, I personally disagree with all of that stuff because I just think children should be children. So you and don't that's think how a lot of them are getting into themselves into issues, huh? So you don't think young people should have boyfriends at their teenage? No. What no. are you doing having a boyfriend and girlfriend at 14 and 13? What are you doing having sex at 12? These kids are getting pregnant at 12 and 13. That's not a childhood. No. To, to, to be fair, teen pregnancy is actually going down from our generation. Well, good. But I'm saying stuff like that, that doesn't happen for no reason. Mm. It's because they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And yes, it's important to teach kids about sex education and stuff. But equally, like, my kid is not coming home telling me they've got a boyfriend or girlfriend. That's not happening. When are they allowed a boyfriend or girlfriend? When they get to 18 and you're an adult. But they're allowed to have sex at 16. That's okay. Not in my house. Okay, but what if they have a boyfriend? Because and... the legal age to have sex is 16. In, in the world, not in my house. Okay. That's not happening. Sorry. If they go out and do it, they go out and do it. That's different, but... Me, I'm not letting no my child bring no boyfriend and girlfriend into my house, and you're not going there either, because I weren't doing that. So why are you? That's fair. <laughs> That's like fair. my parents don't play that shit. Like, what do you mean boyfriends? Where? Mm. They're not playing that shit, and I'm gonna live by the same rules because I grew up fine. Yeah. So if I can, if I can implement something from my childhood, I will definitely. That will be one thing that I implement for sure, because mm. these kids are out here wilding. I don't think it's, um, I think it's only some of them um, that are doing stuff because I still feel like some actually are living their childhood. But what you have said is true with Instagram, with the pressure of social media. That's a fact. That's true. That's what's probably influencing a lot of them. But I do feel um, a lot of them still do want to go out with their friends and still do want to spend time with their friends. Are they drinking and stuff, some of them, and doing this stuff and drugs? Possibly, yes. But again, a lot of people, my generation, were doing exactly the same stuff. Um, what I do see now is that with my generation and this kid's generation, working in schools and spending time with young people on a regular basis, the thing that I see that's the difference is this, the drug use. When I was in school, we didn't use drugs. They use drugs now. There's the amount of drugs they, they know about. They they literally they'll tell these name, this name, this name, a lot of names I've never heard about. They experiment with drugs a lot more than we used to when we was in school. When I was in school, people would be drinking from 13, 14, 15. That was a normal thing for people. People had boyfriends, people 
there was a taboo like those i remember in school there was um a girl <laughs> group who first lost her virginity we all heard about it and she mm-hmm. was really young and she was in year seven when she lost it and we were like oh my god i can't believe she's having sex like mm-hmm. I'm, and we were shocked by it because she was just so young and yeah. then as the years went on during the school year, and I can fully remember her name right now because I was like, oh my God, she was the first person in our year group that lost her virginity. <laughs> but, um, and then there's other people as well. I can think of how it went in a sequence when they were having sex. But I remember most of the time when we was in school, we, not a lot of us were having sex until made, maybe until we left school or where we actually turned the actual legal age to be having sex. But we would know about the ones that were doing it, but that wasn't that many. But the mm. drinking thing was a normal thing for us because we would link up on weekends and we used to go to like a youth center and we'll drink outside, but we'll only be like singing like Lamborghini, Lamborghini, Lamborghini. Like, mm. <laughs> so like for me is the drug culture and social media. Cause with social media for us back then, I would say we were the test generation. We mm. were like put into general, into technology in a way that started off on Pixo. Then we went to Bebo. I know some people had MySpace and then mm. we went to Facebook. Then we had Twitter. Then we went to Insta. Um, so we went through all those social, social networks, whereas for them, it's the same because they have a lot more social networks too. They have yeah. Insta, Snap, TikTok, YouTube. They have all these other things. There's a lot more that, that's around for them. And the no, now they're a little bit more prevalent. Whereas when yeah. we was younger, it was us lot that was mostly using it. And adults were starting to get the hang of it. But now adults are also on it and young people are also on it. But I think for me, the main thing I can say is yeah, kids don't spend, definitely kids don't spend a lot of time outside with friends that they should. But a lot of them actually, because of the generation they're in, they're actually, some of them actually prefer to just connect online. They prefer to be on FaceTime to each other. Sometimes they see each other at school. But now having spoken to them because of COVID, they do actually miss the physical day-to-day experiences with people because we realize how important those physical interactions are relationships sometimes maybe now they are probably moving a little bit more faster but when I think about it back in the day like within before us people would get married and get settled at a young age so that means they were dating in their teens really now it's like these young people um when it comes to relationship maybe yeah they're saying boyfriend girlfriend whatever me I didn't have boyfriends until I was quite I was a bit older but um I just think young people are going to do what they're going to do at the end of the day. But I think obviously like what you said, it's de- it depends on the parents and what they're trying to implement. And some parents are not cracking down on it. And if you don't crack down on it, your kids might do stuff and they'll go out and do stupidness. I see kids with hickeys up on their necks all the time. Mm. And then I'm, I'm asking them, what were you doing? Like what's that on your neck? Because you clearly, and I'm thinking you're 14 and you're coming to school with a big hickey on your neck. You just want to tell the whole school that you've been doing stuff mm-hmm. like because stuff like that is just don't air a business out to the world that I've been getting kissed on the neck or I've been doing other <laughs> stuff. I'm sexually active or whatever it may be. So and also you just don't know. There's a lot of things you need to consider, but people were doing these things anyway like mm. when I was in school. But the only thing I can say things people weren't doing was drugs. So for me, it's just that I feel like people are always going to do these things and it's up to the individual whether you decide to join in or not. And it's up to you because at the end of the day, you have your own mind. But I still feel like, for my opinion, I enjoyed my childhood. I had so much fun. I had fun outside all the time. I done... Oh, I enjoyed myself. I can't lie. And when you're a child, 
it gives this is the best time for you to experiment to do certain things and learn about certain things in life that what it is that you like what it is that you don't like so I see no no issue in some kids maybe trying certain things as long as they don't put themselves in harm's way there's nothing wrong with trying to do things and experimenting because when you're young is the time you start to try find your identity and try identify who you are but um it's another matter if you're putting yourself in harm way and you're putting yourself in danger or other people in danger. That's different. But um, you, I think you just have to be wary, don't you? Um, take time. If be a child is important to be a child, but also try to learn about the world um, in the way that suits you, but not harming yourself or other people. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think, like I said, I think kids should be kids and adults should be adults and leave the adult stuff to the adults because this is how a lot of kids are getting themselves into Wahala. And to be honest, that whole drug thing, that's interesting that you say that, because when I was in school, hella people were doing drugs. See, that's different. They were smoking weed, doing MDMA, doing mushrooms, doing coke. Like, (laughs) hella, hella, everything. So in that aspect, from my perspective, that hasn't, I guess that hasn't really changed. But I don't know, I'm just noticing a lot more things. And obviously, because I'm speaking from an adult, it's different, but like, I don't know like I said my parents I had a good childhood my parents didn't allow me to do certain bullshit and I think it really does depend on what's happening at home because sometimes kids mirror what's happening at home if you're there smoking weed and drinking the kid might now start to want to smoke weed and drink and I just think like I personally think it does start at home I think it does start at home like I think kids are going to do what they want to do but I think how you parent your kids is important. Like how you raise your kids is definitely important. Like no one's going to tell me different to that. I, I'm not, I don't agree with that at all. So if you're setting certain standards in your home, because my, my parents, I weren't playing certain things with my parents. And if I tried to, I would get disciplined. And a lot of kids ain't getting disciplined at home. Or, or I don't know what it is if nowadays you can't even slap your kids or whatever like all of these stuff they're doing me i was getting slapped up at home (laughs) like i weren't getting abused but my parents would slap me if i talk back to my parents i'm getting slapped if i come home later than i'm supposed to come home i'm getting slapped and that means i know not to do it again so i personally think it just depends on how you parent your kids but huh me i don't know nothing i see certain things i see certain kids and i just think boy can never be me i don't think we can assume that kids are not being disciplined i think i'm not saying kids are not being disciplined but some of the kids i see and i see with their parents because don't forget like i've seen i used to be a governor like i've seen kids with their parents like i'm not just talking out of just randomness i know what i'm talking about so i feel like a lot of kids are not being disciplined that's facts that's facts i'm sorry Okay, I I wouldn't say a lot. I would just say for me, a lot of kids I think maybe in London I'm talking about because the things I've seen. <laughs> so yeah, so I I think that's different. Is it like how you said that for you where you lived, like drugs were like a normal thing. For me, that was whoa, that was <laughs> that was mad. <laughs> like you, you were frowned upon if you were doing drugs. There were people doing it, but that wasn't what people would do. But like um, I think about kids getting disciplined. I think the thing is with parents with the generation that they're raising they are different to previous generations and I think 
with the influence peer pressure is a big thing and peer pressure now is not only coming from the company the kids keep it's coming Mm. off social media and a lot of parents are actually struggling to keep up to grips with what's going on because a lot of parents actually are not managing what is that what their children are actually doing online and what they're seeing you can't if your child has a phone or ipad you don't know what they're seeing unless you're going to track every day what they are seeing even if when you do look, another thing you yeah. won't see what they're saying what they're seeing so i think a lot of parents do try their best but yeah. also you also have to understand that your child is going out into the world and especially with the world of social media and it's so easy for them to get influence of social media um, and whereas before, when I was in school, it was that the people who were influencing me were my friends. Mm. That's who were influencing. My mom knew who was, which one was doing which. She was like, is this one? Is that one? Is that one? Is that one? So, and I knew there's certain things that I could run. My friends, a lot of my friends will be allowed till 12, 12 a.m. They'll be allowed to stay at people's houses. I wasn't allowed to do that. When I was year nine, I had to come in at nine o'clock. When I was year 10, I'd come in at 10 o'clock. When I was year Mm. 11, I would come in at 11 o'clock and I couldn't be late. Mm. And my friends, I wasn't allowed to stay at anybody's house unless my mom knew the parent. And I was only allowed to stay around two people's houses or three. (laughs) So for my mom, she used to do certain things. If I was, I even got sent to Zimbabwe one time (laughs) for like three months because she, my mom had enough, but like, for me, as much as my mom was, um, my mom's strict and she disciplined me. Yeah. For me, I still wanted to do my own stuff. You can discipline me all you want. Yeah. But if I still want to do my own things, I would still do my own things. That's the type of child I was anyway, because that's just how I am. I would follow things, but also there's times I'll slip up. I'll be like, yeah. okay, here, I'll slip up here and there. So... Like I listened, I followed instructions, but there's times I wanted to go have fun. My friends are having fun. I want to go have fun too. And I might lie here and there. So that was just me being a child, but my mom would do what she was doing. Like, and I'm grateful that my mom is like that because there's certain people I went to school with and you can see because of how maybe their parents were a little bit more looser on them, how they've kind of turned out now. So it does start at home, but also you have to understand peer pressure is a big thing that that's something parents can't control. And sometimes parents will say you can't, I think a lot of some parents don't agree with that whole thing or you can't be friends with that person. Parents don't agree with that because they'll rather let their child learn. Sometimes you can't protect your child from every single situation in this world. You might know that child is a bad influence, because there's a friend I used to have, people always used to tell me, family members would be like, that friend is a bad influence. But mm. not one of my family members ever told me, like, don't be friends with her. They yeah. left because I love that friend. And they you can't you can't just say that to the to a child of oh, you can't be friends with that person. But they made me aware. And when the time was right, I saw it for myself. And that's when things went their own way. So I feel like parents can only try to control their child's life as much as they can and also you have to remember there's a backlash that comes with children if you try to do things your child don't agree with so if you're saying to your child you can't be doing this with your friend or they love this friend very much and now you're saying you can't be friends there it's going to be hard work for you in that house and parenting is not easy when your child is now doing stuff they're rebelling working in school and working hand to hand with parents and these children the amount of issues that go on in a household with children and their parents is mad and parents ask us to come in and be mediators parents come in and tell us help me how can i how can you help me with my child i have tried everything with this child and sometimes the parents 
do you disab they're the most disciplinaries the dis do they discipline their children to the most but the child is just off on a, on on one and sometimes mm. with hormones and what's going on in your child's life that is difficult as a parent when you see that some parents are really because sometimes these parents they could have four kids and it's just that one child so yeah. it's nothing to do with the home it's just that one child that they're having to deal with. That's the issue. So sometimes it might not actually be the parent or what they're seeing at home. Because I know parents who didn't drink, who didn't do drugs, yet that children go do all of those things. So I think you have to take into consideration that each child is different and each child is going to make their decisions at the end of the day and the child's going to have to deal with the consequences. And parents will do their best as much as they can. Some parents, don't get me wrong, they don't do as much as they should. They don't take responsibility. They're just, oh, I can't can't deal with this child. What can I I do? Leave me. Because some parents just give up. They're like, this child is stressing me. I can't deal with this child. Somebody help me. And some parents can't deal with it. Some parents who try and try and try and they can't get through. Like parents, a lot of parents do want to do their children to be the best they can be. But sometimes it's so difficult when your child is a teenager, for example, and they've got friends, they're trying to figure out the world. They're fighting with you and the teachers. They're trying to make decisions for themselves because they think they're grown up when they're really not. Um, so there's a lot of things that are actually conflicting against one another. Like an example, I'll say for me, my mom was strict. She she put shit down, but I still went ahead and still done certain things because just because I was a teenager. So like, I think as a parent, you just have to be mindful that hopefully parents know that children, some parents know it's a phase. Mm-hmm. Some parents know, oh God, this one, it might be hard for my child to come back from. And some parents are just like, oh, God, this child is just going to be how they are for life. And like, I can't do nothing. And you sometimes you can't help, but you're blessed with the child you're blessed with. And you can only do your best to deal with that child. But I think it's different when it's a pattern. Like, for example, sometimes in schools we see a family or the kids are like that. That's something that's coming from the household. And then you see where I said it's only one child from that household that's doing that then you might you might think maybe it's not actually the household it's just that one child so sometimes you have to look at all the circumstances because each circumstances each circumstance differs from family to family to child to child to parent to parent um or whatever it may be but when you learn the deeper stories of some of the kids that are doing a madness you start to understand it's actually fully understandable why they are behaving and what they're doing they're doing because of the things they've gone through in their lives so there's always a reason why people behave the way they do i think um sometimes it is family or sometimes things have happened and i think it's about actually trying to listen to each people obviously you can't always listen to people but i think when you understand people a little bit more you will start to be a little bit more um compassionate and kind that okay well how can you move forward from this because sometimes some some of these kids they just need somebody to be able to be like okay put put him in the right path and some kids are not willing to take it which is fine like if you don't want it you're you're getting help you don't want the help like these kids we've offered help and they don't want the help yeah they think they know what's best for them yeah parents are crying for help they but they don't want the help i'm a firm believer that kids learn in the end in it they will when you look back in hindsight you will say okay (laughs) yeah i fucked Mm. up here I really did fuck up here, but it is what it is, isn't it? Hopefully. Hopefully they think like that. Well, when they become an adult, because when you're an adult, you have to play catch-up. You will realise. 
Yeah, but that's why, why do you think a lot of adults turn into alcoholics and drug addicts? Sometimes people don't see the light. Not everybody can see in hindsight. Not everybody has that ability. But they know, because people who are alcoholics and druggies, they're pushing away the pain of something. You're trying to hide something. They know it's there. They just don't want to accept it or acknowledge it. They know it's there. Seeing things from hindsight is a privilege that a lot of people can't do. A lot of people don't do that. So, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying kids are going to turn into crackheads and alcoholics, but I just mean that a lot of people, a lot of people, when you speak to them like alcoholics and drug addicts and stuff, a lot of them will tell you like, I started drinking at 12. Like my mum was a crack addict as well. I was taking cocaine from 10. A lot of them will tell you stuff like that. Sometimes it's recent, but sometimes it's been long lasting. So... Anyways, my point, I feel like my point still stands. Kids need to be kids and adults need to be adults. And some adults are acting like kids and some kids are acting like adults. So it works both ways, really. Some people have never grown up out of that kid mentality. And also parents as well. Like some parents are so strict on their kids that they don't allow their kids to do anything. And then, like, for example, you know, at uni, when you could tell, like, they've had someone's had to, like, strict parents. Like, I remember hearing a story about this girl who, like, her parents were, like, pastors. And she was just out here doing the most. So there's <laughs> there's also that side. Like, it's just about finding the right balance, really. But I just think, bottom line, like, obviously, you have to move with the times because things are different to when we was in school. But, yeah, I just think it's about finding the right balance, really. Mm. yeah it's just it's it's difficult because parenting thing i think it's it's difficult because the parents um sometimes the child that you're blessed with is just something mad. that's i'm gonna say mad <laughs> maybe some are but i'll just say some mad. of them are just that it's so difficult because sometimes some parents just don't know how to deal with them and that's just like some things in life adults don't know how to deal with and mm. um parenting is one of those it's one of the most important jobs because not only are you trying to shape the future or um, make sure that person is set for life in the best way they can be so they can achieve and thrive Mm -hmm. but also you're trying to do it parenting is something you learn on the job you're constantly learning on the job like it's one of those jobs so I think I clap my hands for all parents because um, it's like I say it's not an easy job and mm. sometimes, like I said, the, some of the kids are not, <laughs> they, they can be, um, they can test our patience. Mm. They can, and you learn a lot from kids as well about being a parent. So you, and, and you learn a lot about yourself as well, being a parent as well. Yeah. So as long as you're trying your best, then hoo hoo. But um, this is our New Year's episode, guys. I think it would be nice to just discuss some of the, episodes maybe the guests we've had on um what was your what was your best episode what do you think your the, what was your favorite episode this year hmm. maybe the one with nicole or the one with jeffrey and stefan okay those were probably one of my two favorites why those two i think because they were just fun like nicole was funny but she was also giving some good like insights and I think the one with Jeffrey and Stefan, that was just fun. And I like when we record like fun episodes because I feel like it's more engaging. Mm. Well, for me anyway. But yeah, those are my two favourites. Yeah. 
I think for me it was the is science replacing religion one. Oh yeah, that was a good one. It, that one was because I think it was intellectually stimulating. Mm. The things we spoke about. It was nice having Tondurai and Karen on who brought in their points to speak yeah. about science and religion and like I thought we had really good points in that episode and I thought for me it was really stimulating in a way that yeah. like I learned and um I think um is there such a thing as a soulmate I like that one um oh yeah that was a good one as well because I think it was it was just was, I think for me it's just I think when when we speak about more I'm more into like the, the when you speak about more of the deeper stuff that's what I like anyway mm-hmm. but um so I think those two episodes we did speak more about like deeper stuff that are more intellectually stimulating and stuff like that so um and that actually that make you think like oh really oh I didn't think of that so that I think they were the two main ones to be honest they've all been good yeah that they've all been good they've all had their own little gems that have come from it um from each episode yeah and each episode and each guest that we've had on have brought their own little yeah definitely tweak to them um something but i did like the nicole one as well i like nicole's one because she was (laughs) she's a whole heap of (laughs) yeah i like nicole's one and i don't feel like we've had any other guests like nicole yeah nicole she was very um definitely unique exactly so she was she was something else her energy was off the hook Mm. yeah won't forget that (laughs) but yeah i'm just grateful for all the people that have come on spent their time with us gave up their time for the podcasts yeah to help our podcast move forward really and also to share like their knowledge and stuff because even if it wasn't like a necessarily like deep topic like people like our friends coming on and just talking having a conversation like near enough all of our friends have been like oh I'm nervous or like oh I don't know like but then they still come on and done it anyway mm-hmm. and I like things like that so yeah and I feel like most people always said like oh yeah it was fine like, I was so nervous but it was fine so yeah I think it's just been a good year another year well our first full year <laughs> but yeah it's been a good year is it our first 63 episodes is it our first because we started in october i'm mad (laughs) yeah good times that's crazy a full year three six five days Mm -hmm. well plus more (laughs) plus more yeah but yeah here's to many more cheers cheers uh what have you have you got any plans for new year's this year Nah, <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm one of those people. Sometimes people might just message me, like, "Oh, what are you doing? Let's chill." I'm like, yeah, cool. So, um, you know, it's um, is what it is. I don't know, but for me, I'd, I, me, I'm, I'm not too fast. I've got other things to focus on than freaking New Year's Eve. I'm sorry, like my mind. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about New Year's Eve. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not fast about New Year's. I don't mind just staying up till 12 and saying, woohoo, welcome 2022, and then just getting on with my date. Um, but that's it. Um, but you, have you got any plans? No. Staying in my house. Um, def- I don't know where I'll be, but I'll be in someone's house, whether it's my auntie's house, my house, my parents' house, wherever I'll be. But I'm going to be indoors, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, they'll be all right. But yeah. yeah. Woohoo. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy 2022, guys. Wishing you all the best for 2022. Wishing you more happiness, more success, more wealth, more abundance, more whatever it is that you're wanting in it. Um, more freedom yeah. to do new what you year, want. New me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new year, new me. You know? <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, and just more growth whatever it is so wishing you more whatever that is if you want to lose a few pounds gain a few pounds <laughs> people always come with their whole you know lose weight stuff yeah that's and they always, go gym for the first week in january that's what people always on because they're like oh i drank so much over christmas i ate so much over christmas so wherever <laughs> it is and um hope you achieve all your goals for 2022 yes me 2022 sounds nice the year just sounds nice i like the sound of it i don't know why 2022 it just sounds like it rolls off your tongue yeah it does it does actually i just do feel like yeah i feel like it's gonna be a good year so hope it's a good year for everybody yes all the best and thank you for your continuous support continued listening listens views likes comments shares mm-hmm. everything reposts re <laughs> reshares <laughs> everything everything so yeah very yeah. grateful yeah thank new year new me <laughs> new year new me you know people love that one you know but how are you saying new you because a lot of times you're always going to be the same old you are you just saying changing your habits and behaviors is that what people are talking about i think that's what people are talking about and like I guess, yeah, I guess leaving bad habits and stuff in. Thing is, I think that's okay, but I think it should be all year round, not just at the start of a new year. Like, if you know you've got a bad habit, don't wait until the new year to shake it. Like, mm. address it now. You don't have to wait till the new year. But yeah, I think that's what people mean. I think some people just, when they hear like another new year is coming, <clears> they just feel like, you know what, it's a new opportunity for me. Yeah. But for me, anytime like we said you can always do whatever you want at any time of the year so but some people need that motivation that it's new year so that gives them extra motivation Uh, to be able to be like yep i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna stick to it but most people don't to be fair most people only yeah if if you're gonna set resolutions definitely try your best to stick to it Mm, that's it that's why i don't set resolutions (laughs) i set myself goals for the year which I aim to achieve, nine times out of ten I do, but not resolutions because when you put yourself that, when you give yourself that kind of, like, pressure, you're just bound to, like, not achieve it. That's why I'm like, if you write down goals and have, like, achievements, but saying, oh, yeah, in the new year, I'm going to stop drinking. Or, like, when people do dry January. I did dry January. Mm-mm. I loved it. Really? I was drinking non-alcoholic wine. And it was so tasty. It was like drinking like juice, but it was so tasty. Put That's it in a good. wine glass. Yeah. But yeah. Hey ho. <laughs> Hope all your you 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 address whatever you need to address in it. Um yeah that's the most important and achieve whatever you need to achieve but all the best we will see you in 2022 yes thank you thanks guys bye 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 people got
doing the, the peace fingers, but I've got my peace fingers on. <laughs>